Glove, this keeps going on. We're in uncharted waters, different territory. We're like Burke and Wills out there. We're just exploring. You know, this podcast is going places we haven't been before. Mm-hmm. Grand final. Holy yeah. shit, yeah. dude. Incredible. I, I, more than anything, I see it as a culmination of our hard work, our tenacity, mm-hmm. our innovation over the years. I, I yep. see this as mostly our work more than anything else. Yep. And I think we should both be proud of one another. Yeah, I think so too. On a serious note, do you find that funny when people kind of take credit for that in a way or people go, oh, great job with the win or, you know, bad luck. And it's like, dude, either one of those scenarios, I did jack shit. Yeah, 100%. I'm sitting on a couch punching drinks. Yeah, I I, I know a few people that do that and we've got nothing to do with it. The only thing is, is if we gather in large numbers at the MCG and we're cheering very loudly, then we're part of a collective group that might have, Uh, how much percent would that be home ground advantage? That's a percentage. That's a percentage. And if you're then a percent of that, you know, yeah, that that is some impact. You're still very small. Very small. Yeah, you're not taking credit. Like we're not getting medallions on the day. You know, that's not, it doesn't work that way. You know, no. are we part of a collective consciousness even maybe, Glove, that maybe that is traveling over to WA and the players are getting some of that support through that? I thought about this. I thought, you know what, if it was non-COVID, like we cheer, someone else hears us cheer and that cheer sort of echoes around mm-hmm. to Perth potentially, but we're stuck in a fucking jail. So no, we have absolutely nothing to do no. with it. Yeah. If anything, yeah. if anything, when we... Not us, but when D supporters or AFL supporters troll players on Twitter and the like, probably have more of a negative influence, a negative positive, negative percentage influence than anything else. Yeah. Stay off social media is yeah. definitely. And I mean, we'll get to all of this, but I really hope the guys just do what they've been doing. You stay, you know, blinders on, stick to the task at hand. That's all you got to do. Don't 100%. listen to any of the bullshit. Or you could go, like, Jordan wouldn't change his pre-game he'd had like cigars and drinks the night before oh, i thought you're they... talking about james jordan out the real jordan no the real jordan my apologies well jimmy might be following that trend i don't yeah. know <laughs> um, he could be a real asshole to all his teammates as well and yep. just being kind of a bully on the team i don't know yep. yeah yeah it could be happening mm. um but dude before we speak about this game which will be very fun uh we should thank all our listeners patreons mm. we actually had a new patreon and i believe it was last week and we missed them somehow we screwed up gillard 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 well at least get their name right slavs if we've forgotten them and a massive apology to them actually i probably don't yes. know how to pronounce your name properly either so gill i'm gonna go with gillard i'll go I'm with gillard Gil. get yep. in touch and we'll do another shout out next week with the right pronunciation we, yeah absolutely butchered it. but thanks for jumping on board um, and patreon.com forward slash D's podcast for any other patron related material. Um, but also we did get a, a lovely email from a WA listener who was lucky enough to go to the game, uh, Bob and Bob wrote us, Bob, you wrote about 4,000 words, um, describing <laughs> your experiences, which was actually magical because, you know, we couldn't go there. We couldn't be part of it. And it really did paint a really awesome picture about just the experience of going to the game and how all the other club supporters so you know Frio whatever else even like random Saints fans everyone was kind of just jumping on boards of D's on mm. board of the D's bandwagon because if you weren't a Geelong supporter you're a D supporter over there and he yeah. said it was just this massive collection of 
kind of one day getting a day pass to be a D supporter in the yeah. crowd and everyone just got behind it. And it sounded absolutely magical. It made me really jealous, mm. um, but very happy for you, Bob, to experience that. And um, yeah, it's good to know that it's still going to be an awesome atmosphere over there. Absolutely. It was a lovely email from Bob. I felt the exact same way as what you just described, Slavs. It was definitely a hefty dose of jealousy, though. And I want to ask you an early question. I want to ask all the listeners out there. What percentage, obviously, we're super excited about the game. But what percentage are you, like, sad that you can't go? Is it a 10%? Is it a 15%? Is it a 1%? Because, yeah, you go. Please, please answer the question. So the question is, what, the percentage breakdown of my disappointment to excitement? Um, I try and just focus on the, cause I know there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. We can't get over there. I mean, WA is another country. The way they're treating their borders is just a snowflakes chance in hell of anyone getting there. They're not letting bloody Eddie Maguire in, you know, bloody Gil McLaughlin had to quarantine for 14 weeks to get over there. And he runs the freaking thing. Like, yeah. you know, it's a shit show. So I guess I kind of came to terms a while back that I couldn't go. It's not really answering your question. It's probably, look, I am probably between 90, 80 and 90% excited and, you know, really behind it. And I'm looking at it as something really great during a pretty ordinary time in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, 10 to 20%. I mean, I'm very disappointed, but I'm just choosing not to focus on that as much. Yeah. So it's hard to put a number on it, really. I, I, I feel the exact same way. And I probably, I'm not, I don't, anyone listening... I'm not putting a negative spin on this. This has been one of the biggest achievements in this football club's history. And it's incredible, Mm. but I don't think you can not help feeling a kick in the guts, not being able to go. It is hugely disappointing to me. I'm trying, I'm swing every day, dude, I'm swinging in and out. Like I'm, of course I want us to fucking win and dominate in a couple of weeks time, but it just keeps coming back. I can't deal with it. I'm meditating. I'm exercising like a fucking demon, excuse the pun, but I'm really struggling with it. Not putting a downer on it. Still excited. Still going to watch it. Of course, all that sort of thing, but it's just, I don't know. Slaps. I don't know. I'm just being real. It's a real, it's very, yeah, no. and, And so you should be, it's a very difficult pill to swallow. And I guess, yeah, I mean, I'm just choosing not to focus on it because I know I just can't do anything about it. Mm. But it's if I sit there and think about it or you go, ah, Jesus. Like, and it will be that, you know, if we do win, you know, touch of wood, mm-hmm. um, it'll be amazing. But then you will, at the end of that, you know, you'll be like, yeah. And then you'll be like, ah, like, you know, yeah. you'll think about it and go, shit, you know, in when you look back on that first drought-breaking GF win, if that's what is to happen, um, you know, where were you? Well, I was in lockdown in Melbourne and you're like, ah, fuck. Like, it's yeah. just, it doesn't have the same ring to it as, you know, I was, I was sitting, uh, you know, went into gate two at the MCG and then, you know, it just doesn't have that same ring fuck, to it, man. does it? Oh, God. <laughs> it's like we've ridden this journey for so long and it's been a mostly down journey for a lot of the time. But it course, feels like yeah. we're getting kicked off before the final stop. And it yeah. hurts. It really fucking yeah. hurts. I'm getting angry at the, I'm not going to get this political, but I'm still, nah, what's the point? What's the point? There's nothing you can do about it. That's, dude, that's right. why, how I'm going at it. You've got to be a bit zen about it because you can't do anything about it. You literally cannot. You can crack the shits. You can do whatever you want, glove. It ain't changing shit, mm. unfortunately. Mm. <laughs> it sucks. That's um, But it is disappointing still. Um, but I think we've just got to focus on, you know, the magic that we might break a massive hoodoo. We're going to do everything we can to support from here, whatever that mm-hmm. is, watching it and, you know, 
doing this podcast and and things like that but um it's still dude it's a magical time like to, yeah. the game on the weekend my god like yeah we were and i think all d's fans especially after the the game against the cats when we won after the friggin' siren mm. um thanks to gorney uh you know, we're all slightly nervous. We didn't know if the cats were going to be those crafty old bastards and pull something out of the bag and just get one over us, you know? Mm. And just that would have just been horrendous. It would have been really hard to deal with. But take us through what you thought of the game, Bob. I mean, it was just, it was, I don't even know where to start with it. It's well, amazing. just to go back a touch, what a sliding doors, Gwyneth Paltrow moment that mm-hmm. was when we did beat Geelong. Because it would have been, it could have been a completely different season if we hadn't have won that game. I still think we yep. would have gotten through, but who knows what would have happened. But dude, mm-hmm. you could tell from that first quarter, we made Geelong look like, in the words of Sam Lavery, this is a Sam Lavery word, a bunch of geriatrics out there. They were yep. so slow. We had the pace. We, we should have buried them by quarter time, but you felt confident that we were going to win no matter what happened in this game. Geelong had absolutely no answers it's yeah. just it's 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 a 10 star game slabs a 10 star game yeah. out of five it really was it was just amazing and some of the performances but it wasn't i mean there were some amazing performances and we want to talk about gorn and you know track and our midfield just like shit all over them all yeah. day like they all just stood up viney hager was viney <laughs> 34 touches just mr finals you know he's been struggling with form and we've been critical of him over the i think everyone has since he came back, everyone was a bit worried about, you know, does he even, how's he going in the team? And man, like he was just incredible. Oh. Just a bullet a gate, did everything we know he can do, but just that competitor, just no, holding no prisoners approach was just amazing. Oh yeah, dude. There's no Russian rule out there. Every chamber no. was loaded. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were all going right. down. Yeah, man. Exactly. He is. You're right. He's Mr. September, and we we yeah. we're choking on our words a little bit here because we weren't sure. Well, I wasn't sure whether Harms was as good a player with Viney in the team. But man, yeah. when in retrospect you look back on it, Viney's that guy we need in finals because he's going to play the same way in finals every time. He's going to mm. be jacked to the gills before the grand final. He's the exact guy you need. And he's going to make an example early on. And we'll probably, I guess, we'll probably talk more grand final preview next week. But yeah. nonetheless, having someone like Viney, seeing what he did on the weekend, seeing what he's going to do in a couple of weeks, it's one of your first pick now. And it's, it's easy to think that back in retrospect, but yeah. he's your first pick. Yep. Yeah, agree. And, you know, track, just all our big players stood up and had excellent games, but then it was still... You know, guys like Spargo, who's just had an amazing sure. year. And just some of those more quote-unquote role players. I mean, everyone plays a role in the team, blah, blah, blah. Insert team mantra in there. But like the guys who probably don't get the plaudits all the time, all did their bit. Mm-hmm. They're all excellent. Oh. Um, and, you know, Gorn, which I want to go over some of Gorn's more individual uh, accolades in Slav's stat. But what a game. Has there been a better game from a captain in finals? No. Oh. You'd you'd have to go a long, or in a long prelim, way back. you know. Man, I could you couldn't possibly. He just he was he was just walking on clouds. Everything he touched was turning to gold. But man, that's all <laughs> that's all from a guy that used to smoke on the way to training. Can you believe yep. that? That's the yeah, ultimate yeah. journey from that to being captain of the football club. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the occasional dart slabs. I mean, you more than anyone will have the the occasional. But <laughs> yeah. Gorney, please let me speak. Gorney, yeah. like you smoke on the way, 
but man, incredible. It's yeah, it's one of the best games by a D's player, by an AFL player in general. It's, yeah, it's just covered everything, especially by a Ruckman. He was doing stuff that Ruckman just shouldn't be able to do. I mean, you know, Ruckman, even 10 years ago, would just like, don't give it to them. If they get it, they handball it off. They don't do anything. You know, they make sure they're pointing in the right direction. Like they were just, <laughs> it was just, you'd move this giant slab of flesh around. Like, and now... I don't know. He was so... Uh, there's so many strings to his bow in that one. He was so dynamic. He was kicking goals like that snap goal where he like took it and just ran and snapped it. The yeah. one I loved was out of the centre. He looked like freaking Gary Ablett Jr. streaming out of the centre and kicking it from 50. I mean, he was so, just everywhere. He, that had a bit of Jack Fitzpatrick about it. That Actually, goal. yes. You remember when he kicked that one yep. when he was playing yep. for Collingwood? For Hawthorne. Oh, dude, you know, I've listened to a few other podcasts and there's a guy in another sport called Fitzpatrick. They call him Fitzmagic. We should have had that oh, nickname for him. We lost that it. one. Yeah, too late. That's a good one. Hmm. Um, yeah, Gorm was... <laughs> he was just incredible, dude. He really was. The only concern, Glove, May. Now, he Ugh. claims to be fine. He's training. Dude, he's... Uh, you know, he's that was so bad to see. You're just like, oh, God. <laughs> There, I, I don't think there's any doubt that he's done his hamstring, but they're just yeah. going to get him through as much as they can. That was all a facade from Goodwin and May. God bless them. That's what they have to do. But, yeah. man. Um, they're putting photos of him at training. Apparently, he was at training on Monday doing his thing. So, you know, they're getting just, the press machine going on it. I'm happy to do that. This is stuff that Ryan Larkin couldn't have been capable of doing so having someone how Larks is feeling it. right now oh mm. i know is there a, is there i want to be honest with you is there a direct connection between lark and leaving the club and he got a big tweet <laughs> as well and the d's making the grand final and be as real as you can as ever as you know there's, before. there's a correlation there glove you know there's an undeniable correlation we made zero grand finals when he was there and We've made one now. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure what you want me to say. That's just facts. I can't say anything other than that. I think that mini slat stav, slat stav, slat stav <laughs> is said enough. So yeah, thank you, a, Sam. That's okay. Um, yeah, I mean, dude, and just how we stifled them. Like we just looked quicker. We were more desperate. We had more class. Um, and, you know, one criticism over the years, and we brought it up even this year, and we, you know, it was putting teams away. Like we'll have the dominance and then we don't put a score on that puts the game out of reach. We did that categorically, man. We came out and we had that advantage and we actually put it on the scoreboard. Yeah. And now, dude, it just, it seemed to all come together. That's what was so pleasing um, watching it. It was incredible. Incredible. How much arousal do you get when Pickett's near it? It's not since <laughs> Davey and Farmer and all of these incredible small forwards mate he could be the he could turn out to be the best of the lot the way he's going he's got a long way to yeah. go but he's yeah mate, around the boundary line his his kicking skills are out of control almost like mm-hmm. i don't want to say caleb daniel style because he's opposite the opposition in a couple of weeks yeah. time but man that example <laughs> a terrible example i'm sorry darren jarman maybe going back in the day yep. but oh unbelievable he he is a guy again when we get to go to the footy that's where you properly see what he can do and the complexity that he's performing at. I love, he's my new number. If I'm getting a jumper, that's my number. Yep. Aaron Davey, 36. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He, dude, his vision is out of control too. Like just hitting people up. Yeah. 
Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. He, he's, he's phenomenal, man. But the way we even, I guess what I was saying too about, we just had those answers. I mean, Cameron had two goals, but he only touched it four times for the game. You know, yeah. some of their stars just didn't really, well, they didn't. They didn't get up and running. I think your mate, Gary Rowan, had one touch. Now, I think he got injured, but even still. Oh, dude, he got injured in the third quarter. So he had one touch right as a Rohan. <laughs> yeah, one touch yeah, in the it. third quarter. Like, yeah. I think they, yeah. Were, they were taking it out on him after the game. Bit rough, but his finals record is awful. It's, it's no good. Bad. Yeah. Um, and even Benny Brown, like, he just keeps building. He keeps just showing us that he's finding his spot more and more just really fitting in with the team and perfect timing obviously but mm. um yeah he looks great i don't know it was hard to really fault anyone man i thought it was the only thing that can of concern was may you know as long as he's up and running then you know it's it's happy days i love the boys as well i don't know if this was it's not a token thing they would have been feeling a bit all the reserves got out in the ground and were yep. getting around everybody that's huge that's a united yep. club i mean even a lot of them are going to be feeling kind of shitty as well because they're not going to oh, be playing next week. Like it's, it's human it's, nature. Like it, it is such a tough thing because it is, it's a team first mentality. You know, you're part of it, the, the collective, but you know that you're not going to realistically get a spot out on the big dance. And mm. it's not like other, other sports. AFL is one of the only sports in the world that does this where you, if you play any games during the season, you get a premiership medal if you win. NBA does that. Mm. Most other sports do that. Even if you don't play in that actual game, if you kind of contributed that to that during the year, you're still a champion. But the AFL doesn't do that. And I think that makes it an even tougher pill to swallow, obviously. Yeah, I, I don't mind the way the AFL goes about it because NFL, I think like assistant coaches get a medallion and you know mm. the bootstrapper gets a medallion. They go a bit yep. far with it or a ring, whatever the case yep. is. I don't it's a it's a dog eat dog world out there. Jeez, it's tough not to play, but I think to get a medallion would be a bit tokenistic. If everyone did. I think if all the players look, I'm not saying change it, but I don't mind like in the NBA if all the players get a ring if you did contribute to that season yeah. i don't yeah. mind that i get yeah i get or it maybe someone, if, like, someone like tomlinson yeah. i mean man that's he it was, like he would you know been. and yeah he was playing during some of those you know when we went on whatever 10 game streets streaks you know 12 game streaks some guys who were part of that and then they're not going to play in the ground anyway look this is all could would should like none of this is, exists so it's not really worth talking about but yeah it's an interesting point anyway mm. um but, dude, one thing, and I want to get your take on it, similar thing that we can't change at all, but obviously Jones is headed back um, to Melbourne. It was heartbreaking in a way. that was I was watching the game and seeing him on the ground, he's so happy for everyone. But I know, man, sometimes in life the timings are just off a little bit. You know, if it was a year earlier, he might be in a position where he, you know, could play in it. It's just, yeah, I feel for him, man. I Obviously, every D supporter loves Jones. And I think everyone kind of wanted to see that happen. But look, they obviously would probably, it was unlikely a small percentage chance that he would have got that spot on as an emergency. And then, you know, he's got some two twins on the way who will be born really soon. I think, look, he made the right decision, hard decision. But... um, yeah, it is still, to me, I was just like, ah, oh, no, like, it just doesn't, 
yeah, it doesn't feel totally right, but I understand why it's occurring. Yeah, man. I mean, you go back way back in the day when we were proper shit. Jones was someone you could hang your hat on at the end of the game. Like he's given everything. And, you know, you couldn't say that about all of the players on the team. And we got accused of Bruce free footy a number of times, but what he did for the club won't be forgotten by fans. It won't be forgotten by players. It was almost like it's such a similar parallel to Robbie flower playing his whole career in just shit mud teams Getting yep. to the finals towards the end of his career, losing to Hawthorne in the prelude. There's so many parallels between that. Yeah. I think actually both were the same number. It might have been number two. Yeah, it's two. Real. I think yeah, Bobby yeah. Flair yeah. wore number two. Yeah. But you know what? If you go the Zen approach, he's having twins. That's yeah, pretty it's amazing. A beautiful thing. I yeah. think he must have got the tap on the shoulder saying, You're It's unlikely. Off. It's very yeah, unlikely. I think, it's and I think Gorney kind of chance. alluded that it was like, even if he had hung around, it's like a 5% chance that you get that call up or something. Cause I think yeah. JJ has been in that position battling to get that spot. You know, I think he's had that position seven or eight weeks in a row. So there's no real, not a huge chance that's going to change unless they really did just go, you know, pull the nostalgia strings and chuck Jonesy in there. Yeah. Um, but obviously he, he got that call. And also, as you say, like, that's the right decision. You know, he's adding to his already, you know, couple of kids and family. And that's a beautiful thing. And it's on its own. So um, he's still been such an important part of the club. Like, he's just, man, like, he could have gone to other clubs so many times during his career and left the shit show that mm. was the Melbourne Football Club. And he chose not to. And he stood by us. He's second highest games of all time for the club, like absolute champion of the club. Mm. Incredible. It's, it's, it's great yeah. that we got him to three, not that we got him to 300, but he, he got to 300 on his own. Yeah. Year. Yeah, of course. You know, amazing in itself. Him and Nita, what, what company? Dude, yeah, I know. I think Neats might just have him. I reckon Jones has 303 or something and Neats is 306. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's man. It's those two guys. Shit. Yeah. Nita coming out and nailing someone from full forward. Jonesy <laughs> just fucking bald head in first. They're yeah. memories, man. Yeah. They're good memories. Oh, incredible. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, um, do you want me to do a slab stat here, Glove? Yeah, do I, do, do, I do. I do. I want to yeah. introduce it first, though, if that's okay. Okay, please. Let me please my, go for um, it. My spreadsheet here. Okay, um, great. Uh, this is a finals edition of Slab Stat. This is the road to the grand final edition. And whether he's had input from others, which is totally fine as well. It's a, this stat is conducive for a team working environment. And regardless of who's come up with it or not, it's a beautiful thing. It's got his name up the top. It's time for Slav's stat, the stat that matters. Take it away, Sam. Thank you, Paul. And just like the AFL football, I'm the one who gets a medallion for this bitch. No one who sends anything in gets anything. It's how it works. It's ruthless. That's, okay. I like I'm it. just going to be upfront about it. Let me up front. No, this week I actually didn't get anything sent in. I'm, okay. It's all from uh, from this guy. Mm-hmm. So uh, just the the domination of the midfield against the Cats. So Viney, Track, and Oliver combined, they had 45 contested touches between them. And they had probably almost about 100 touches in general between them. They just took turns of shoveling it out and pushing it forward, especially in that third quarter, they just dominated. Incredible display. So our midfield was just firing. And then 
Second to that, another guy in the midfield, in the end room, but he was everywhere, and we spoke about him, was Gorney. Gorney's individual performance was one of the best we've seen, maybe ever, in a game. I don't know. Definitely for our club, but he was for a ruckman. Jesus, man. Like, he, he had 19 disposals, um, five marks, six tackles, 33 hitouts, five clearances, and he kicked five goals straight. And four of them were in the third quarter. That is out of control. <laughs> it is like, uh, you can't even, what, you don't have to say anything more to that. It was just everything he touched turned to gold. Some guys have those nights. He's been building to that. I mean, he had that clutch kick against the Cats, you know, and he, he's in super form and he just rose to the occasion and just went berserk. Mm. And it was honestly one of the most incredible individual performances, I think. But once again, as we said, the whole team was part of this. But that just I just wanted to highlight his contribution. Great slab stat, man. Great mm. slab stat. And that third quarter was video game like. It was Oh my god. He was he was <laughs> expert. Was. Everyone else was rookie difficulty level. Yeah. There was a cheat code, back back forward yeah. B, whatever it was, man. You wouldn't say he's that. on fire. Yeah, <laughs> just anything your kick goes in. Or AFL was it AFL ninety nine on the PlayStation? I can't oh remember. yeah, no, that was that was pretty good. Where you could it was, <laughs> yeah, that was a funny game where you just kick it and dudes. It was so like yeah. linear for a game that can go anywhere. <laughs> They're never going to get that right for AFL. They're never going to get it right. No. But that the only time that's happened is in one of those games where Gorney kicks four in the third quarter. Yeah. straight as well and they weren't like out in front the one he kicked from beyond 50 i know we mentioned it but i was sitting here just laughing when he kicked it like yeah this is unbelievable can you believe he looked this? as i said like he looked like you know when gary ablett jr would just stream out and just bomb it and it just go through and you're like all right i guess we're resetting like that was the play like it just and it was like that but with someone who's nine foot and he like the leg elevation and stuff it was just out of this world he just flushed it Unbelievable. What yeah. a, what a, like, I know, like, he's still got a lot of years left, but what a career. What a life. What a life. It's just yeah. unbelievable. Well, he is, man, he's at the peak of his powers. So, yeah, he's got some time left, but I mean, shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very exciting to have him playing for us. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. But that's Slav's stat, dude. So I'm going to throw directly to you the gloves grand final grumble of the week. Thanks, Sam. Look, this is a callback. Um, we may have forgotten it last week or even the week before. Mm-hmm. Nathan Vardy retired, Slavs. Oh. And that is the end of an era for Nathan. Look, you know, we've said some stuff in the past. I think most of it justified. All we wanted was an apology for pushing Gorney. He's got one last opportunity to do it. As uh, a few people on Twitter pointed out, I think it was Yannick and Fogg. Like, oh, no, 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 it wasn't. Oh, I've forgotten. But they pointed out that they're probably not going to give him a press conference for, for Nathan Vardy or maybe a Zoom uh, one at best. So hopefully yeah. that opportunity is there. But look, you know, we've, we've mentioned Nathan Vardy a few times. Good luck in the future. Vards, all the best with everything. <laughs> Don't laugh, Sam, okay? He's like he's a premiership player. Who, who couldn't call themselves a premiership player? And he was involved in that last play. So maybe it's me getting a little mellow, but... Good luck with with everything oh going God. forward, Nathan. And um, oh, but do you want to take over Glass Grumbles? Like, <laughs> no, 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 tell me what you think of Nathan Vardy. I'm trying to just get full circle here. Yeah, yeah, I think you are. You're just trying to clear the 
clear the decks. I get it. And no, I got nothing to add. Man, that's a lovely <laughs> sentiment. After all this hate that has been sprayed in, you know, maybe we're just like, hey, maybe he's not going to apologize. Uh, I think there's a big possibility that he won't. Say 99% chance. I'm going to try and get him on here. Get him on here for next week. We'll give him the opportunity. Dude, that's an awkward podcast right there. I'd do it. I'd love to do it. But that 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 anger still goes for like larks and the likes of of, of him. But yeah, whatever you know. Like I'm sure yeah. he regret. I'm sure in his own mind, not that he thinks about it, but he pr- he has to regret what he did. He has to. He can't be proud of that. No. No, but then a couple of weeks later, he was. Remember at training they were doing a goal kicking for goal drill, and he was talking about Brayshaw from Frio oh. who just got knocked out, and he was he was trying to put off Gaff by saying yep. that about Marty Man. That is such a dick ass. <laughs> Both of those and there it is. Dick He's ass. back, oh. dude. Full circle. We just went we went uh, one eighty again, and now we're back to the hate. <laughs> oh, I tried, man. I'm not that guy. I tried. I tried. That was so good. You wound yourself up in thirty seconds. <laughs> I just, uh, that, uh, saying that to Gaff when he just hit Brayshaw a couple of weeks ago, yeah. who says that? Who says that? Yeah, no good. And Gaff uh, missed out on the grand final because of that. Exactly. Way to bring this PTSD type shit. Jesus. Yeah. Anyway. Jesus. Yeah, that's all I've got. Great. All right. So that's... By the way, Brownlow's coming up this week. And I yes. thought we should have a little bit of a chat about that. Because is that Gloves Grumble? Do you want me to gloves, end the Grumble? No, sorry. Yeah, oh, sorry. End Gloves yeah. Grumble, please. Gloves yeah. Grumble of the week. Grand final week. <laughs> All right. Um, we're not a betting podcast. We're going to talk odds right now. Mel- okay. Most votes for Melbourne. Who would you be your top three? And I'm going, to, I'm going to look at sports bet, which I'm looking at right now. What would be your okay. top three most votes? Uh, Nathan Brown, I reckon it would be... <laughs> it'd have to be Oliver um, gone and track is that just safe is that just i mean yeah that's what i would have thought oliver's a dollar 30 track is at three dollars and gorn's at 15 dollars. oh okay yeah so who else who's closer then for than gorn well or is that it no this dude like it's ed langdon and tom Mm. mcdonald get their odds are 101 dollars each okay which makes sense, but Tom McDonald yes. in the top five for, for being it? I guess so. I mean, he's kicked just as many goals, but... Ugh. Yeah, no, that's weird. It's a bit strange, Tom I Mc... thought. Yeah, that is, that is strange. So, wait, are those our top five? That's our top five. That's the only that, five in... they've got on the board. Oh, wow. Okay. That is weird. Would you have... I mean, even May or someone like that. I don't know. They probably they don't give votes to Backman, though. I guess. No, but have we got someone else in the midfield? Brayshaw, maybe. Yeah, he hasn't had a. I mean, he's had an amazing season, but he probably doesn't get noticed as much running the wing. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's weird, man. T Mac is an odd one. He's T-Mac's been a... in and out of the team. I know. It's a very yeah. strange one. I guess that's why he's one hundred and one. But I thought there'd be other players before him. Bloody oath, man. Give me a sec. I'm gonna look. So, yeah. Look it up. That is, that is puzzling. Hmm. It's, it's strange. There's some, I, I love Brownlow betting. It's, it's, it's probably one of my favorite. But I've got, still got Oliver that I put on during the season and I'm, I'm quietly confident with. Three-way tie, potentially. I think that Dude, could Dude, what happen. about Salem? Salem's yeah, season's been amazing. Good point. That's crazy. He's not in the mix. Um, 
you know, even Fritzel, he's had some great games. But you put Fritz in there before bloody T Mac. Leave T Mac alone, dude. Give T Mac a break. I mean, he's had a great <laughs> year. Oh, dude, we didn't do the T Mac Oscar race to the Coleman. Uh, but we finished it. Oh, we concluded we that. Oh, yeah, because okay. it, it concluded at the um at the end of the regular season. Okay. We can keep um, it going. No, no, no. no, the, no. the result is <laughs> it, yeah. has been determined, unfortunately. I apologise. I apologise. Yeah, dude, I reckon. I mean. Who else yeah, do you I, think? I mean, Jackson yeah, May's had some good. Like, yeah, Jackson's, Jackson's had, had a cracking some, year. Yeah, there's a few guys who probably. I mean, Salem to me, I would have thought. I mean, he's had some incredible games. Mm. So weird. But who out of the D's direct? I mean, it's probably a dumb question. You reckon Oliver will be our highest polar? Usually, with, with the betting, they take out like Ollie Wines is favourite for Port, but you can't bet on him because he's definitely going to win it. I thought they would take Oliver out in Melbourne most votes because he's definitely going to win. He's a dollar thirty, and he, I think he's a pretty sure thing. But don't you know? What do I know? You know, I just won. Money yeah, you're right. I mean, he's. Is he actually second favourite for the whole thing, Oliver? It's, or he's in the top few, right? I think it's... Yeah, that's a good point. I think it goes Wines, Bontem, Pally, then Oliver. Let me just yep. double-check that. I'm Which sorry is insane. That I love that. Not a betting podcast. Not a betting podcast. <laughs> no, dude, I have to find this now. I have to find this out. I'm sorry, everybody. That's okay. Go for it. Yeah, Ollie I think Wines, you're right, though. Yeah, Ollie Wines at $3.00. Marcus Bontempelli, a good Italian lad, but we're not going for yeah. no yeah, yeah, Bulldogs. Three three seventy five. Then Clayton Oliver, four dollars. Mm-hmm. Petrarca's at thirteen. Yeah, okay. Mm. He's had an amazing yeah. Jesus. Yeah, uh, it's going to be intriguing. So that's this Monday, isn't it? It's a Monday or Tuesday. It's a Sunday. Oh, it's Sunday. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Mm. There you go. That'll be yeah. Very. It's awesome to be in the in the mix. I mean, I think Oliver polled quite well last year, but to be right up there, that's pretty exciting. He's going to get a lot of two and ones. I mean, I don't think he's going to get a lot of threes because he doesn't stand out as much, but he's going to poll in a lot of games. A yep. lot of games. He's an accumulator. Dude, absolutely. But he had some games, I remember this year, that, you know, where we definitely talked about it, where suddenly he was running a lot more, he kicked yeah. a few goals, and then you're like, fuck, that stands out. Yeah, like because he, he gets his thirty, but then he's you know not all of them the handballs. He's starting to work on that ratio of kicking and running with it. Yeah, I, I think he'll he'll do well. I love that opposition teams hate him, but they don't yep. like him as a, as a guy. That's yep. what we need. That's what we need in the team. So, yep. as much as I love everybody jumping on the D's bandwagon, and that we're still like that second favorite team, aren't we? Even Until though we made a, a fucking grand final, yeah, yeah, Until yeah. yeah I know. And then people get sick of you and then they hate you. That's what yeah. happens. I never yep. felt that about Richmond. I always hated Richmond to my core. Yeah. There was always rivalry between us, though, because we were, for so long we were both really shit. Yeah. And so it was this battle between both of us. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, you know, Ricky Pettard, the, the hold and oh. over that. Adam Marrick. So many of our players went there, too. Brad Miller, the like from the, in that era. <laughs> so he went from the D's to Richmond to the Sharks at Sorrento. Oh, no, that was Chris Dawes. That was Dawes. Yeah. Yeah, I can see you can make that mistake. Very, very similar players. Both good-looking guys. Oh, yeah. They got shit you know? done. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Dude, should we talk about... I don't know what we do now, but do you want to talk about the Dogs game? I mean, it was an eerily kind of similar to our game. 
Mm. Like they just kind of got on top. They had a jumped out of the gates, kicked what the first five of the game, and then never really changed from there. How much did D supporters be like, oh fuck? Because everyone just assumed Port Adelaide was going to win. Everyone except my dad, who said, nah, Bulldogs will smash him. Which kind of makes no, sense because no. they were we were one and two with them throughout most of the season. So yeah, when you remember that, but do you, do you think a lot of us and D supporters were thinking, oh, Port get through? It's kind of a, it's kind of we're massive favourites to beat Port, but to see the way the Dogs played and how well they match us, mm-hmm. there's a lot more. It's all it's almost like a fifty fifty game, dude. We're not going to preview dude, it, it, but you know, no. it's fifty. It was. 100% man. Well, I was speaking to the Vitamin King about this and both of us way r- would have rather Port to win. And I was actually like, dude, I reckon the dogs, their form's just been going ding, 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 ding at the right time this year. Mm. And they know how to do it. Man, they're quick. They almost have some similar traits to us. And what freaks me out about the dogs is that, you know, it was one and one for the games. We beat them the first time, but then they went back to the drawing board and came out and dealt with us. Yeah. So I'm not saying that's going to happen, but they're a good side and they've got some really exciting players. I mean, Bailey Smith, that dude with the, you know, <laughs> tremendous mullet. Holy Amazing. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, man. But dude, he is, he's a hard matchup, man. He's so good around goal. And um, Norton, he's, dude, yeah. takes a mark. Holy shit. Yeah, he is... I tell you what, Norm Smith next year is a good bet for him. We're over the betting thing, but man, Do you mean he's... next week? Oh no, 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 no! I meant, I meant um, the Coleman next year. I didn't mean Norm Smith. Right. I did mean Norm right. Smith. I take that back. God, yeah, I was like, what are you doing? Freudian slip that was. No, 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 Coleman for next year. My apologies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah dude, he's a, he's <laughs> got some freakish abilities, and then Waitman will come back into that team. Yeah. But let dude, let's. Now, we're not going to talk about the game, but Steph Martin. Yeah. Look, they all said he played well. He didn't play well. He looked yeah, like he was I, 50 years old out there. Yeah, he didn't. No, I, I agree with that. I reckon Gorn will eat him alive, man. Mm. And their um, back line is a bit suspect, I think. But in terms of their forwards and midfields, you saw what they can do. Shit. They've, yep. You look through their midfield and Liberatore will be a key player for them because he stands up yep. in those situations. Yeah. Um, Trelaw gets played, a shitload of it. Yeah, Trelaw was pretty good. Yeah. Bont. Bont, mean, Bont looked okay, man. He was injured and he played pretty well. Yeah. So, and then, man, I reckon, and as you said, 50-50, I think especially for supporters outside of the two clubs, I think they'll be looking forward to this game. It's just going to be an absolute cracker. Two yeah. teams who score highly, they're just going to go head to head. It's going to be an absolute battle. Yeah. It's going to, I don't even know how I'm going to deal with it. It's all, as I said at the start of the podcast, we're Burke and Wills here, Glove. Like, it's just, we're not, it's not since 2000. And we just realistically, we we're never going to win that in 2000. I want to ask you who Burke and Wills is, but I don't want my Nary Warren education to show up here. Who's Burke <laughs> and Wills? Explorers. On Burke? They were explorers in the oh, okay. like in the Australian outback and they got uh, lost and I think they both died and got eaten by something. Is um, this related to Simpsons Donkey? It might be. So I think it's that kind it's a, of something know, in there. Australian yeah. desert and they were wandering around and then one of them got anyway. 
all of, the whole point of that. That's so good that you went along with that twice, and then you're just like, I, I can't keep doing this. Because I thought you said Lewis and Clark, which is like an American. Exp- well, I don't know what the fuck. I've just heard it in songs. I, that's what I thought okay. I heard. Anyway, okay, it's yeah. very good. Anyway, um, yeah, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. You know, it's uncharted territory. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. So, but it's dude, it's exciting. And uh, yeah, man, I guess it's two weeks. It's a wait though, isn't it? It's all this week, the next week, two yeah. weeks. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm very looking forward to the brown low, but it is a long, yeah. feels like it's a long way away. Hopefully, dude, mm. may they put some calf blood in them or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Just get some witch doctors or whatever. The yeah, punch. whatever they got to do. Dude, I'll do some Italian rain dances around here. Just throw out some fettuccine yeah. along the floor, whatever I need to do. Whatever has to happen. You and Track can do it together. To be the hell? Oh, jeez. <laughs> you know or get even some german stuff get fly in some german scientist yeah you know they'll i think they're the ones who deal with the calf blood or whatever blood you know don't tell us where it's from if it fixes a hamstring (laughs) chuck it in oh dude you'd take it he's gonna probably gonna break down and won't be able to use that leg two weeks after but hey you got through the grand final that's it yeah he's not missing it he said that there's no chance in hell he'd play through just run with it Pinging off the bone doesn't matter. Can I ask so, you though? I think the big question is, and I know we're going to preview it next week, but I'm excited to talk about it. What happens if he's a liability and he is injured? Don't, we've got the option of swinging T Mac back. Whoever is yep. our sub is going to be, that's a crucial pick from team yeah. selection. Huge. Yeah, it is. I think JJ will probably just sew it up. I don't think they're going to change much because, mm. I mean, he did pretty well. He, he popped on and did a few things on the weekend or whatever. So he had nine possessions in 30, 35 minutes of footy. That's a lot to come there on. There you go. Today. Yeah. And he's been great, man. He's been an unbelievable pickup and he's had a really good year. So I don't, I can't see him changing too much. Mm. Um, but yeah, dude, touch wood, touch whatever. You know that, um, yeah, that May's good to go. Mm. He will be. He will be. Yeah, you know. I think he will be. Dude, yep. just inject him up at half time, quarter yeah, time, three quarter time. You know, as long as he can make the, those beers after the game, that's important as well. That's imp- I always yep. think of those players that have to go to hospital after the game and can't oh. enjoy the beers. That's almost worse yep. than missing the game altogether. <laughs> it is not getting any of the the celebratory, uh, yeah, oh. goodness after. Especially Pinesy May as well. Get back on the pints. Oh. Dude, imagine... Oh. Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> oh, no, nothing's no, no, happened no, yeah. yet. Not we've got to, we've got to yeah. cool our jets. It's yeah. hard not to get excited. It's exciting we've made a granny. But um, big thanks to everyone who listens again. Patrons, Gillard. 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 And, or Gillard. And yeah, man, we'll be back next week. We'll preview the game and then fingers crossed. Yeah. Good luck in the Brownlow too. Yeah, you too. Whoever's yeah. you know watching, good luck to the, the guys participating. Just a couple of waters. That's it. That's it for the brown line. That's it. Take it easy. Mm. Awesome glove. All right. Well, we will chat next week. Sounds good. Dance. Go dance.